Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. This is the last segment of The Coaching Show, and on air we have Corey Anker with my little guest, and we're going to reach into the authenticity pocket and go in a little bit deeper, maybe even more about parenting. Now to you, Corey. Thanks, Clarice. Great to be back, guys. We've been talking with Troy Hall, a filmmaker, writer, director, producer, all-around creative guy, and Mike C., somebody who's put together over three years in recovery. And now I'm happy to have with us Heather Keenly, a transformational leadership coach, intuitive strategist, and business development trainer, super powerful coach and leader who's had just tremendous experience in a variety of businesses. And Heather, come join Let's take the authenticity conversation over to parenting. I know Troy's got two girls. I've got, you know, a son and a daughter and in a couple of weeks, a third. And Mike's a new dad. I mean, it's a new world, right? When we came up, there was no YouTube. There was no Facebook. There was none of this access to all of this information. What's going on with our kids now that they're being exposed to technology? You know, I, for one, am scared. I don't know about you guys. You know, how does this play out in your thoughts around authenticity, how you're currently raising your kids, and your plans for what's to come? Anybody? Heather, why don't we start with you because you're new to the conversation. Yeah. Um, thanks, Corey. Thanks. I'm, I've been listening to the conversation for a little bit here while I was waiting to join, and it's fantastic. Um, so I think that kind of to bridge the conversation and one of the last things that were said we were you guys were talking about um somewhere in childhood where someone first judges us or we first have that experience of basically not being accepted for who we really are and i think mm-hmm. that's when we learn that like say oh it's not okay to be us right and um yeah. you know for me authenticity is something that's come very natural not in all areas, but it certainly has come very natural to me. Um, and so in raising my son, it's like I almost have overcompensated a little bit because I know there's going to be that day. I remember distinctly uh, my son happens to have um, autism. He's on the autism spectrum. And so there's this additional challenge of being accepted for who he is with his limited, like with some limitations that have been handed to him in terms of being able to socially connect and get that same kind of acceptance that comes more natural to us. So I notice that I'm like always trying to be like, you get to be who you can be and, you know, don't let other people, you know, I'm always trying to almost protect him from the judgment that I know eventually and I've seen on the playground and people don't understand him or don't quite get why he isn't engaging the same way as some of the other kids do, that that's okay and there's a gift and that it's unique. And I think I'm really trying to create an intentional practice um, around 
that it is absolutely 100% okay for him to be whoever he is and that not everyone's going to be like that or get it or be okay with it, but that he can be centered in himself and that, that it is okay. And, you know, socially to bring in the technology piece, there's so much information being presented to our kids nowadays about in order to get the love and acceptance and be seen who for you want to be in the world, this is who you have to be. This is how you have to dress. This is what you have to believe in. And um, it's interesting to try to navigate all of that and, and mm-hmm. still allow authenticity. Love that. I love that. I, you know, my daughter who's seven, um, you know, every now and then I'll catch, and she's, she's very strong willed, powerful young girl, but every now and then I'll watch her kind of become a follower and I have conversations with her where I'm like, hey, you know, don't be a follower, be a leader. You know, you don't have to do something just because somebody else does. And Troy, as, as probably the, the, the most senior parent, I think you're, you know, your oldest is the <laughs> oldest of the four of us. I want to hear from you. Like, how's that been? You've had the longest kind of developmental arc as having, you know, like, how does it go? You know, how has it gone? Yeah, you know, so I have a 13-year-old daughter. And we also have a, an almost four-year-old daughter. Um, so we have a babysitter, which is good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Love it. You know, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty amazing to, to watch your kids, um, you know, grow up and how they, how they take in information, how they may or may not listen to your advice and remind <laughs> you of yourself when you were a kid with your parents. Um, I think that that what Heather said was was spot on. I mean, you know, um, I think as as any parent wants, you want your kid to be who they are going to be, right? So you 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 try to give them those tools and being true to themselves, and and you know, like you said, not being a, a follower. Like like do what you want to do. Like be be true to yourself, and people will will actually gravitate towards that. Um, I think the challenge is that in, in for me and in, in my wife in trying to impart all this, you know, wisdom on our, on our daughters is that maybe it might push them a different direction um, because then all of a sudden you're, you know, becoming the, a parent. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, hey, listen, you, you, you got to, you know, you got to, I mean, if someone calls you a name, you know, you got to, you got to, you know, don't get mad. Know that that's coming from them. That has nothing to do with you. That doesn't mean you're, you're that thing, right? So you don't believe it. But it almost, if you're setting up these ideas to, on how to protect themselves, I, I, I've seen this happen where it almost um, works the opposite. It makes them, at least for, for my 13-year-old, it would make her question like, oh, well, well, then what do I do? You know, who, who do I be? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, no, you be yourself. Mm. Just, just don't believe what other people are saying to you if they're being negative and, and mean. And it's like, so people are going to be negative and mean? And it's like she's sorry, <laughs> not in her head and she's thinking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Just forget about it. Go jump on the trampoline. <laughs> You're going to be great. Um, I, love, I mean, isn't that the greatest, yeah, the greatest challenge of being a parent? When you step in, when do you stay back, right? It's so, it's... Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, so I would say that's probably the, the, the biggest thing. Giving them enough space so that they can go through the hurts and the pains because that's how we all, you know, learn. That's all, how we all either continue to go down or we, we fight it and go up and, you know, um, so true. try to, try to so beat true. it. Mike, it's funny you, you say. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go. No, I say it's funny you say that because um, as I'm reflecting, part of my relationship to authenticity was in direct defiance to my mother's trying to protect me from the world. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, there is that space thing you're pointing to, and I was thinking about it, and I'm like, well, you know, you know, we're telling our five year old or thirteen year old, like, just be who you are, and it's a funny thing to tell them because I don't think they even know who they are yet. Right. Like the, at some point no. they get facility with language and it's like, Oh, okay. You know, I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a Catholic. I'm Jewish. I go to school. Like basically we hand them their life because by nature that's yeah. what we have to do. Right. And so we're standing for this thing for them to be, and they don't even really know who they are yet <laughs> and what's authentic to them. I so love that. I love how yeah. I love how that even the idea of like, you know, um, that yeah, that space of do we do we give them the room to be okay not knowing, like what's it like yeah. to not know? Because again, well, part back of it is, to, is discovery. Yeah, I'm just saying, part mm-hmm. of it, it's it's discovery. You have as a, an individual needs to discover themselves. Mm-hmm. So if they're being handed all the labels. Right, being told, okay, this is what you are, this is what you are, this is what you are, then it does become, then they have, like you were saying earlier, Mike, this false sense of who they are. And so then they're becoming this thing that their parents are saying they are. And then all of a sudden, when they're in their 20s, you know, mid 20s, or maybe even earlier, they're like, who am I? <laughs> you know, and then they're totally. fighting figure that out i mean i'm or 42 39 and i'm <laughs> <laughs> <or> 39 <laughs> i'm 42 and i'm i'm just i feel like i'm just walking around in my shoes so funny. you know like i'm like okay these are my shoes all right i like these these are pretty comfortable i think i'll stay here <laughs> yeah the thing, the thing yeah. that i'll throw in and i'm i'm the newest parent my son is three and a half months old but love it um, oh, you know as i think about it thank you um you know, we're all, most of our parents are trying to do the best they can and doing, you know, based on their own experience and their outlook and, and maybe their authentic self and wherever they are in the spectrum of that. And I think the results of that um, are pretty volatile, which is you can have strict parents and the kids rebel and find themselves sooner, and you can have free-spirited parents whose kids, want more structure, um, I mm-hmm. do believe without having gone through what I've gone through personally and sort of come out the other side and, and been able to really reflect on who I am and what I am, I'm undoubtedly going to be a better parent, um, but I'm not sure that necessarily means my son will be more authentic. I think, um, you know, I can be there and support him, and there really isn't a blueprint Um you know, to it. We're a product of our experiences and our parents' experiences and what they think is best. And so if I were, for example, living my life in, uh, let's say, central Long Island, and I'm Jewish, and if I was living in a community with all people like me and everything was about what I have and what I want, uh, my kids may 
take that up, and that may just be our reality. And for mm-hmm. folks who, like ourselves that have sort of come through the other side and really are comfortable in our own skin, as you said, Troy, it gives us sort of a, a wider tool belt, but there isn't exactly probably a linear line to get to where we think our kids can be. And as I said before, my brother is not an addict, and I am. And we grew up in the same household and had very similar experiences. So that, that tells me is there's an individual component that's pretty, you know, pretty hefty in that as well. Yeah. I will Absolutely. say, Mike, though, given the other points that were made about the space to, uh, Troy was talking about to discover, given the work that you've put in and the awareness you've cultivated, my sense is that your child will grow up in a home where he's given the space to figure that Absolutely. out. And maybe maybe Absolutely. those impositions don't show up, certainly not as, you know, strictly as maybe some of us, you know, some of us that kind of yeah, grew up in that way. Elastic, I, I, think, I think the benefit for us is more elasticity or, you know, a hot, wider bandwidth of sort of mm-hmm. that, that spectrum. There's also oh. an overlap with coaching and recovery is the idea of ownership, you know? Heather, you, mm-hmm. you can comment on this too, but I mean, when we're working with clients, you know, it's really about letting them be in the driver's seat and, and take ownership of it. And in recovery, we're always looking at how we can take responsibility for our choices and I think, you know, in parenting, right, it's like supporting our kids to be leader and be responsible for their own choices. So I think that's definitely, you know, at play as well. Um, Yeah, I had someone say to me the other day, um, I'm training with an MCC for a higher level of certification in my coaching. And, um, you know, he said it so beautifully. He was like, you know, remember your job as a coach is to help. It's not to fix anything for anyone. It's to actually be the mirror that helps reveal parts of your client's self that they're not present to. And I thought that was so powerful. And even to put this on the parenting thing, right? Like it's our job to hold space for just enough space that they're safe, but enough space that they can be who they are so that our children can actually reveal who they are for themselves as they grow over that arc, as you've used the term, Corey. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's so great. Um, I have a question I want to throw into the mix now. So why, like, what is authenticity for those of us that are working towards it or already there or choosing it or holding that space for our kids? What is, what is a more authentic world or us choosing to show up as individuals more authentically in our personal and professional lives? What does that provide? Like, why bother taking on the work to be authentic? What does that give you access to what does that give the world access to why do it well i think that (laughs) yeah and i would say in my experience of you know I, i feel like i have a strong ability to be authentic but there's definitely areas where i have not been and there's a level of self acceptance forgiveness love compassion that I had to create or have the breakthroughs in however you want to, you know, use the language. But I, um, in order for me to allow that part of myself to be revealed, allow for me to actually own and authentically express those more protected parts of myself. And through that experience, it makes it okay for everyone else too. Cause if it's okay for me, then it's okay for everyone else. So there's permission, there's 
acceptance, there's forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And if we can all be who we are and we honor that, then we can honor it for others too. Love that. Troy, what is being authentic like giving you access to? Like, you know, what has it brought Um, you and why, you know? I I would say it's brought me my closest friends. Um, Mm. It's, it's made my, uh, my work, my artistic expression to go deeper. Um, it's, it's given me the um, permission to mess up and then, you know, or, or fall down and then get back up and say, it's okay. You, now you have now. Now you have now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's taught me to... Again, I'm still, I'm still, you know, just walking around in these shoes, but it, it makes me feel, and I can actually have, um, even if it's just one person that walks out of, you know, something I've, I've created, that sees something I've created, if that person walks out and has a conversation that, you know, that, that the, the, the movie or the play or whatever sparked, I mean, I feel like that is the effect of my authenticity. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, my truth, which is maybe their truth as well, is all of a sudden being shared with someone else who wasn't part of it. Or, you know, a group of people that just experienced it, and now they're having a conversation like we're doing now, right? Mm-hmm. We've all come together having had all these experiences, and now we're, we're having a discussion. I think that, to me, is is the most powerful, um, you know, possible uh, outcome of, I love of it. being an authentic I love person. I hear connection in that. I hear yeah. impact, impact in that. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I love what you said about, you know, somebody feeling it too, because there's a, I think then we go from being like isolated individual human beings in silos to kind of having that shared experience and being able to say, hey, me too. When I saw your film and there were some yeah. you know, great emotional scenes and tears started to flow, the only reason I had that visceral response because I know what that experience is like. I was having it too, right? Like I got to yeah. say, hey, me too. And Mike, that reminds me of you know, what we find in the rooms, right? Where we're no longer isolated. So I'm curious like what you have found in terms of the work you've done and like become, cultivating a more authentic connection to yourself elsewhere, like other than the obvious of like abstaining from stuff that wasn't healthy, like what else did, has authenticity brought you in your life? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, um, you know, and I agree with what has been said before, but also sort of the empowerment, self-empowerment to, you know, go after what's important to me and my family, whether that's from a friend that were either healthy or unhealthy professional life um, and, you know, really living in the moment and sort of being present to my life at this exact time and not the distraction or not the, you know, being self-conscious or having, you know, worrying about other people's lives or what my perception of what they think of me is. It allows me to live in the moment when I'm with my family, I'm with my family and I'm present. 
when I'm in my work, I'm working. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've made a career change since coming in to recovery, and I feel empowered. I think one of the things, Corey, you've experienced and I've experienced, and I don't want to speak for you, is, and it's true about your authentic self, is the moment, you know, the closer you get to really surrendering to who you are, the more, the more empowering it is, even if it's difficult to get to that point. And, and the purest form of myself is accepting who I am and being comfortable and, and a choice that being okay making mistakes and being okay understanding that I'm not perfect and then living the life that's sort of, my, you know, in the prioritization that I see it through my eyes and, and for my family at the end of the day. And so, you know, it's really allowed me to go after the, the life I want and, and the life that I think is important and empowered mm-hmm. to do that. Awesome. Uh, we've got a few minutes left. I'm, I'm curious, sort of, as we kind of close out the conversation, um, what, what's a simple thing that you think we or people in general can do to have an impact in an authentic way? You know, it could be as coach, artist, someone in recovery, could be as parent, anything that comes up for you guys. What's just something simple, you know, if you, if you were able to, like, share that? What's the thing that we could do or people in general could do to just be more authentic? Four minutes. Heather, what do you say think? Start. Or Mike, what do you think? Yeah. Go ahead. That was Troy. Uh, I, I, think, I, but... I was Troy. I, I was going to say, okay. I was going to say, um, to start, I think people need to um, stop being distracted. Um, you know, take, mm-hmm. take, Take, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, and put your phone down, walk away from the Internet, walk away from everything. Just go and, and just sit with yourself. And things will start to, the noise, as the noise uh, of, of the outside world starts to kind of go away, then the noise of your own mind starts to show up. <laughs> and then you can get further and further into who you are. Um, people are constantly distracted. You know, there's no, there's no, there's not a lot of time anymore for self-discovery. You know, for us, it was all like magazines and stuff. Like mm. you're at the grocery store and there's a magazine and you get it. Now with the internet, that gives access mm. to everything at all times. So people, I think people need to take time for themselves to really listen to that, you know, that voice, that voice and, and, and anyway, that's what yeah. I it's funny that there's thanks for that. It's so, it's funny that there's so much more stuff, information, access, and yet in ways we feel like there's less time. There's less. There's like yeah, we I, traded I with we traded course. with for depth. You know. Yeah, I, I I believe that one of the way one of the best ways to do it, you know, is is actually to share share what's in your mind, whether it's with a coach, and I'm sure you guys have experienced this, or with a therapist, or even with a a true confidant, because. My, my view is the longer I live in my own reality in my head and don't share that or, or through art or whatever your medium is, um, sort of that, the perception of reality in my mind becomes my reality. And the sooner I can talk about that with someone, the closer I can get to at least having another perspective and kind of finding myself to a, a better place. Amazing. Amazing. Guys, listen, this was a, an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for bringing your authentic voices, visions, and selves here. Um, I want to say that, you know, 
Heather can be found at heatherlynn.co and tlexperience.com. Look out for Troy's upcoming projects and the dissection of Thanksgiving is available on all major platforms. Mike, tremendous work, continued success in and out of the rooms. And I'm just really grateful for all of you being here and sharing. Nice work, guys. Well, that's another amazing show in the book. I just want to thank my fantastic guest co-host, Corey Anchor. Thank you for inviting Heather, Troy, Mike, all of these beautiful souls that are part of your life on air and talking about authenticity. It was so invigorating. Thank you so much for bringing that, bringing all of you, each of you, and see you next week. Our noble veterans took action, volunteered, and sacrificed for all of our liberties. Now is your turn to take action, volunteer, and sacrifice to liberate them from the challenge of PTSD and TBI. Music Therapy for Veterans helps veterans and those in active duty to reconnect with their hearts, soul, and community. Freedom isn't free. Your donation provides the resources to truly welcome them back to our great nation. Help us to change lives one note at a time. MusicTherapyForVeterans.org Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol, and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past.